Align your Google Business Profile with SERP features to better serve user search intent with Maria White from Flores Pro. Brought to you by Majestic, I'm David Bain, and this is SEO in 2022. Maria, what is your number one SEO tip for 2022? Hi, David. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Majestic, for the invitation. My number one SEO tip for 2022 is to include alternative content strategies in your SEO strategy. By that, I mean um, Google My Business, search features, image optimization, um, feature snippets, and there are plenty more of search features. However, not all of them are active. No, it, it is not possible to add all of them in an SEO strategy. Um, try to include the search features that align to the user to the uh, search intent of your users, um, and also the search features that align with your brand. And your, your consumers. For example, if you're a large brand, Google My Business is helpful, but might not be the, the number one set feature to focus on. However, you could aim at a creative piece that to aim as a feature snippet. Or yeah, if you are a small business, Google My Business could be one of your main sources of traffic and leads. Uh, in 2022. Understood, understood. So essentially what you're saying is it's not just about the content that you produce and publish on your website. It's where that content is used on the SERP and how it looks on the SERP and what kind of um, user action um, is encouraged as a result of it appearing in the way that you intended on the SERP. That's correct. Um Normally, uh, by experience, I used to focus my SEO strategies in the past on technical links and content, internal content, external content, um, work with, with influencers and, and all of that, because that's what everyone else said uh, is the, the the thing to do. And because it was kind of like a, a race against earning, um, gaining positions on the search engines and all of that. However, as the search result list evolved with time, we are noticing that the search result pages are changing and adapting results that align with search intent. And those results are mostly changing on, on based on the ways that consumers prefer to consume content and the way they behave online. So, for instance, if uh, Google My Business, um, if you want someone in in case of my clients, wants to buy, is looking for a flower bouquet and they search um, flower bouquets, Clapham or flower bouquets, Burgess Hill, for instance, then it is likely that they're going to have um, that localized results like a, a, a the, result, the way the results are going to be presented for, for this type of search is going to be like um, a local pack uh, followed by perhaps a social media post and then organic search listings. Um, sometimes, um, so if a small business had, has a good strat Google My Business strategy in place, then we can attract more traffic, more relevant traffic and more leads from Google My Business than investing a lot of time perhaps trying to work with with a super big influencer uh, that, yeah, that's going to bring us traffic and we might improve visibility on, on, on organic results 
but that doesn't mean that that's going to translate into sales for a local client or into a, an improved visibility uh, on the local pack, etc. So okay, understood. So there are sometimes more important and higher traffic generating um, places that your website can appear in um, than conventional organic results, especially with a local search result. And I want to say Google My Business. You want to say Google My Business, of course. Um, and I interviewed Greg Gifford recently about Google My Business, but it's not Google My Good Business anymore. It's Google Business Profile. That's a bit annoying, isn't it? The, That's correct. The name change. <laughs> but so many years working with Google My Business that even though that it changed last week, I still refer to it as Google My Business, but it's Google Business Profile. Absolutely. Yes, yeah, so we're recording this in uh, November yes. 2021, just in <laughs> preparation for 2022. But that's just uh, the change that's happened. It's the same look and feel. It's the same um, interface that an SEO experience is, certainly. But um, I love your ideas of really focusing in on user, user experience based upon the SERP. Um, so it'd be great to get maybe a couple of specific content opportunities that SEOs have where they can really impact um, using maybe featured snippets, maybe something to do with local results or other SERP features. Um, so what what pieces of content um, do you tend to focus in on at the moment or recommend that your clients focus in on to, to best take advantage of this? And is there anything special that they have to do in order to start appearing um, in, the, in these local parts? Uh, packs or um, other um, uh, special SERP features. That's correct. So the um, in order to appear on, on or to to appear on on a, or win a SERP feature or um, have visibility on the local pack, if you are a small business, uh, you need to know your audience. And for that, um, a good piece of information is to start a keyword research. What are the most popular um, search phrases and then divide your keyword research into obviously informational, educational, um, all of that. Um, once you have that information plus your data from Google Analytics and uh, um, then you can start having an idea of what pieces apart from Google My Business and having a Google My Business strategy in place, what piece of content can you create to answer questions that your audience asks, for example, for I have two examples, one for a small business and one for a large global um, trainers um, brand. So for the small business, obviously, um, Google My Business having a products in a product section, it, Google My Business is not, let's remember that it's not um, having to put all of your website and all of your categories and all of your products in there because then you're going to overwhelm your, your visitor and therefore it's going to end leaving. Re let's remember that people use mostly Google My Business to find uh, your opening hours uh, if you deliver uh, information about delivery or information about your address. But if you in there, you have the opportunity to offer uh, products that they are looking for or some uh, based on your keyword research and, 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 and your information on Google Analytics of the most sold products, if you add those products in product sections in Google My Business, you have higher chances sometimes that when a customer goes there, see the product, is just there, easy to buy, easy to follow, therefore they buy straight away. So some, sometimes 
not sometimes, many times I saw this with my clients that um, clients that um, their customers that were mostly going for information about the business would end buying. And uh, we have a, a very interesting case, one I presented recently in a conference in Paris, where how a client before Valentine's Day in 2022 with zero sales in Google My Business because they did not have a Google My Business strategy in place, went to selling at the end of October, this this October 2021, €53,000 just from Google My Business. That is apart from the sales on the website, apart from the sales they might get on social media. That was just Google My Business. That was putting in place the category... um, Categories with the products that are the most popular ones, the products that are more sold um, by by the audience, etc. That is one case. Now, for a large brand, a global brand that sells trainers. So um, I'm not allowed to mention this brand, by the way, but um, this was um, a brand I saw recently on a case study where um, this brand created a piece of content with the aim of earning links. So this was based on one of the uh, most popular conditions in runners, which is pronation. So this this piece of content that was aimed for links, essentially, it is so very well done and in, in regards that this piece of content answers one of the most common questions asked by runners, what is pronation? And, and this piece of content not only answers what the customer is asking, but also shows there in, in at the end is it, uh, of, of, the, uh, of the piece, it kind of like also shows them like how the product is the answer to that condition. So this piece that was sent originally for... Um, link earning acquisition, it, it, after a couple of years, is still one of the main sources of traffic to that global brand. So that is how a piece of content also that answers one of the most common questions of a, of a customer and also puts the product in there and how the product can be the answer to your, uh, to your question is also, yeah, how it is beautiful to see how uh, an alternative content strategy applied um, to either a small business or a large brand can be more productive, more uh, can give you more leads, more traffic than sometimes obsessing over a few um, lean building, um, lean building, a few SEO strategies out there. Oh, I'm sure, no, be absolutely, yeah. Um, in- instead of focusing on more conventional SEO, just trying to rank your pages, actually zeroing in on. Yeah the key mm-hmm. opportunities that have resulted from Google My Business slash Google mm-hmm. Business Profile. I still want to call it Google My Business. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's just a, a couple of very quick follow-up questions. Um, so you, mm-hmm. you mentioned a couple of products there. Is it possible to automate the appearance of your products using a feed in Google Business Profile? And are we getting to a stage where people are going to start buying on the SERP and not visiting a website. Yeah, what Google is doing or the or the search result pages in 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 the search engine in in, in search in, well how the uh, search result pages are kind of evolving adapting results that can align to how consu- the evolution of 
um, how the users prefer to consume content. And also, for example, in case of um, a gene um, study on a gene, Hendrix, uh, two years ago, a study I read on how, for example, if you type a gene, and, and, and Hendrix, you're going to have Google Shopping, you're going to have a knowledge graph and a, a series of various types of results. And then you're going to have the organic um, blue links at the, after all of those visual results. Why is that? Because a purchasing decision or the decision to consume content or convert is mostly what influences that decision is a visual, most of the cases, a visual resource or something that has their a call to action straight away that doesn't have to make the, the consumer to have to go through the website, explore the content, it's just there. So also what Google, I believe, is doing also is trying to emulate how the shopping journey starts. So when someone is thinking about, when a user now is, or a consumer is thinking of purchasing something, they don't think, I'm going to go to Google and find out, this. No, they, where do they start a shopping journey? In Amazon. Why? Because they're going to type a brand or they're going to type a, a product and they're going to get just that, a, a listing of, um, a list of products straight away without having to read and explore content and all of that. So, I believe now um, the way the results pages are evolving is to align to how, again, people prefer to consume content, how they start a shopping journey and attention span as well. So results are just there, quick, fast, there without having to explore a link or a brand also as well. Um, for example, as well, it, I read a stat somewhere that uh, people, people nowadays prefer to con, to con, what makes basically uh, what influences to make a purchasing decision is a review, um, reviews, um, social media posts, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, rather than a brand, uh, a brand's content. Mm -hmm. So I think now. So instead of focusing and obsessing over getting visibility and being number one, let's think what does it mean number one for our consumers? Is it a result in the local pack? Is it perhaps investing more on, I don't know, uh, the knowledge graph or a, a feature snippet? What does it mean number one for our brand and for our consumers? So I am sure that's Many SEOs listening will have heard the figure zero to 50,000 in one month in terms of um, the potential business that you can obtain organically by getting your Google business profile optimization right. So I'm sure you've convinced an SEO that they need to look at this more closely. They need to start optimizing this. So if an SEO is struggling for time at the moment, what's one thing that they should stop doing right now because it's not as effective as it used to be so they can spend more time doing what you suggest in 2022? It's perhaps not about stopping doing something because every factor or everything matters. Um, obsessing over tech. I think what we should stop be why we should stop doing is obsessing over one element of the ranking factors. Like everyone is like, oh, the ranking factors are core web vitals or page speed, technical content, uh, internal and external links. All of that matter by all means. Yes, 
all of that is perfect. But keep in mind, your consumer, if your aim is to gain relevant traffic and sales, then keep in mind always your consumer. How do they behave online? What is... um, how do they consume content, how do they shop, what the shopping journey start, etc., etc. And obviously, along with that, it's just everything goes hand in hand because if you invest a lot of time on, uh, on a beautiful Google My Business strategy, on, on a great um, feature snippet and the rest of it, and then they come to your site and your site is slow, it breaks, and it, it's just your landing page is just terrible, then it's just all of your efforts and everything is just rubbish so no it's just all elements are matter however let's focus let's focus on what is relevant for our brand and for our consumers and i say this because in in case of my small small businesses for instance in in, in, for a few of my small businesses it, it is it was more effective perhaps to have a uh, Google My Business strategy in place and posting and creating Google posts regularly and updating the products and the categories according to the seasons, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, then perhaps that brought far more traffic, relevant traffic, and far more leads than perhaps obsessing over chasing an influencer that was going to be more expensive and brought us a huge spike on traffic temporarily but that traffic did not convert or did not buy. So yeah, working with the influencer is great, but let's let's explore our other alternatives. Maria, I can feel that you can share much more (laughs) advice. You've got so much more value to bring. Unfortunately, (laughs) we we, we can't um, um, offer all of that. We'll have to ask you to share more in a future Majestic uh, webinar, potentially. But uh, I'll just say just now, you can find Maria White over at floristpro.co.uk. Maria, thanks so much for being part of SEO in 2022. Thank you, David. And thank you, Majestic, for having me. Check out the rest of the content from SEO in 2022 over at seoin2022.com.